Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the number one up-and-coming Valorant podcast on the internet. I am, of course, a host. I am a king. I'm an emperor to some of you. Um, my name is Coulter Fair, a.k.a. Coulter. And uh, <laughs> this, is, this is episode 43. You're going to notice, you're going to notice something's a little off, right? There's someone that's not here this evening and it's not me. There's someone that's usually here this evening that isn't and it's not me. So with that said, Rogan is obviously, he's out. He's out for the evening. Um, it's uh, not really in his control. He's... Uh, He's just, he doesn't feel like he has the energy tonight. Life has kind of been pounding him and, uh, he's, uh, <laughs> yeah, big surprise, right? The birthday boy is hung over. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. Um, but I think that I am in fact recording, right? I need to make sure usually Rogan, um, makes sure everything is right. And he was, in fact, over here earlier getting things set up for me because uh, I am a peasant, right? And I don't really know what's, uh, what is what. Um, yeah, it definitely feels weird doing it without him. But, I mean, the show must go on, right? So, guys, I have, <laughs> I have some announcements here. Hey, first, Lingo, subscribing for a five months, dude. Five months straight. Thank you so much, brother. Subscribing with another tier one this month. Um, what an absolute savage. Good to see you guys here. Deeks, I see you. Um, negative. You're, I think a new boy in the chat. Good to see you. Um, effects. It's just good to see everybody this evening. I'm going to be doing, um, for episode 43, we're going to do, um, topic suggestions. There's a ton that we haven't hit and, um, you know, we're just going to free flow tonight. We're just gonna, I don't want to jump into some complicated, uh, topic without Rogan. Cause I think, um, He's always a super good voice to have. So, um, guys, also, the new skin pack. <laughs> the new skin pack. I don't, I don't know what to say here. It's, uh, it's bizarre. And, and I'll get into it, of course. Uh, hot drinks. So, I do have a drink. And it is hot. Um, it's in this hydro flask of sorts. I don't know if it's actual high hydro flask brand. It came from Rogan's house and he doesn't have any money right now. So it's probably not an actual hydro. It's probably some cheap off brand, but it is still hot. So <laughs> that's good. I don't really know what it is. I'm guessing, I'm guessing maybe there's a little Taj Mahal in here. I don't, I, I don't think I would be, uh, mistaken to make that, uh, that prediction there. Um, dude, there's a lot of stickers on this thing. I don't care. Right. I, I, I could not care less what, what Rogan's stickers are on his, on his cups. Um, so <laughs> it's kind of weird, dude. I feel a little lost without Rogan is, is so funny. We do this for, you know, 43 weeks. I, I, I've only done it solo once. Um, how did I not call on Deeks to sub in? It was just kind of late, dude. I, I mean, I didn't even know he wasn't going to do it until later. So it's like, you know, we're, we're running solo that the rat was in the running as well. Um, but you know, I don't know. It's like, it's kind of hard to cram everything in, um, announcements. 
Well, it's been it's been a week. I'm just gonna say that. Um, Deeks, I'm gonna keep you in mind for the next for the next time this happens, though. Or we might just lash you. We'll lash you later. Um for the announcements this week for me, um, it's been a decent week. I played <laughs> yeah, we know Rogan is in the chat. I gotta stop reading your guys' comments. It's kind of funny. Um a good week. I played on Friday. I think I, I never played on any Smurf accounts on Friday. I was just playing on my main. And I think I played five or six games. And I did win more than I lost. Guys, the first game, it feels like, is always a throwaway. It's always a throwaway round. Like, the first game, I feel off, dude. And and it doesn't matter if I warm up or not. It's just, dude, if you're not playing consistently, um, like, you know, I don't get to play daily so when friday runs around and and it's time for me to to go hard it takes me like two to three games to really warm up like i feel like a different player on on game three playing unrated before your first comp game i've thought of that deeks i've thought of it but the problem is with the amount of time that i have i don't feel like i have a ton of time to play so i try and play as much uh as much comp as I can, but that is, that is, uh, you know, in theory, a good idea. Um, I just have not brought that strategy to fruition, but you know, I mean, it could happen. Um, so that was good though. I did win, I think three out of five games or something. It was fine. Um, I'm still in gold three sitting around 50 rank rating, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I mean, pretty, pretty decent decent day it was fun to stream i like streaming so that was nice um cryptocurrency guys we're doing fine we've had a rough week um in the crypto world but we're still uh still keeping our head above water so you know as long as we're doing that i think we're going to be fine there um nfts i'm still buying i'm still buying i'm still losing money right it's it's uh it's a loser's game in the nft world that's not always true, but, uh, you know, I mean, it definitely can happen. So I've been seeing some of that. Um, not much else guys. I mean, we went away for the weekend. Um, you know, uh, we were out of town. I just, I really want to start playing more. I want to play more Valorant. So that's going to be, um, my, that's going to be my goal this week. Um, (laughs) Are you from the Central Valley area of California? You mentioned Dutch Bros in a recent podcast, and that's uh, Central Valley CA. Dude, we're not in Cali. We are in Oregon. We are in Central Oregon, to be more precise. Um, That narrows it down quite a bit for you guys, a little bit too much, honestly. Um, You probably don't need all that info. Um, But yeah, so we got a lot of Dutch Bros up here. Um. Anyways, guys, I think it's time. I'm going to take a sip of this hot drink. There's probably going to be multiple uh, times that I, you know, there's some dead air, right? There's going to be some dead air because I'm going to be sipping my hot drink. I'm going to be taking a breather. Um, I'm not just going to be ramming for, you know, an hour straight. I don't even know if this is going to make it an hour, but we're, we're going we're gonna to see how this works out. I'm going to go into community feedback here. I don't even know if any of you sickos even said anything i doubt it cuz you guys are absolute dog so let me let me open it up here mm do that taj mahal there's something there <clears throat> oh my goodness dude we have multiple messages 
Let's go, dude. Um, here we go. Just started listening to the pod. I'm on episode four now. Keep it up. Wow, dude. A, a guy starting from the beginning, dude. He's on episode four. Guys, think about that. Think about that. What does he got? He's got 38 episodes to go. This kid isn't even started, dude. This kid isn't even started. Craxel, what's going on, brother? Good to see you, man. Uh, right now, we're talking about Nicholas Gregory Nicholas Gregory Beloff. Beloff. Um, looking like a fine gentleman. I'm going to go ahead and view his profile here. Dude, what a stunning boy, dude. Guys, what a stunning... I, I am not kidding. The boys that we get in this podcast are absolutely dirty, dude. <laughs> this kid... Who needs a cover photo when you've got action shots, right? I'm not going to show you the photo. I'm not going to just dox this kid. But, bro, this guy, that was me. I'm a pizza delivery driver and I listen to the pod while I drive. You're on episode 12 now. You're here live. Let's go, dude. Pro Shinobi. Guys, this kid is looking absolutely fire, dude. I, I don't know what it is about this channel. I don't know what it is about this podcast. I don't know what it is about this game. But for some reason, there are not any. There's no one below an eight. <laughs> I'm gonna come, I'm coming right out and saying it. There have been no males that we have seen below an eight. Right? Some of you might be riding that edge. But not many of you. <laughs> you guys are in the top echelon of of male of the male species. I I don't understand what's going on there. Um we do have another we do have another dude this is so great. You guys pull through again, dude. Um this one's coming from Nathan. Been a listener to the pod for a while now. A fellow welder also struggling in the heat. Love listening to the pod at work. It was given me it has given me a lot of motivation to keep playing, and I have so far gone from bronze two to gold two this act. Let's go, dude. Let's go, Nathan. Why Why are you guys so cool? We got a, a fellow welder here. His whole um, Instagram. Guys, he's a Twitch. He's a Twitcher, and we're going to shout him out. Here we go. Guys, um, let's see. Twitch figs with a Z. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and put it in the chat because obviously you're here live for the uh, for the podcast listener. Get absolutely scammed. That's his Twitch, um, and I am happy to, to, see, to see this here. Dude, I'm glad I'm not alone in the old welding battle, dude. It's, it got so hot. It got just absolutely hot disgustingly hot this summer it's cooling down now i don't know where you are nathan um in central oregon bro it was like i mean anything above 100 degrees and then you have a 6000 degree arc in front of your face i mean it's just it's just not not where you want to be you know and and i run with coveralls right cuz i'm not a dirty boy i mean i am i'm a dirty boy everywhere but work and i've been getting dirtier we're not going to talk about that um definitely getting dirtier at week uh, sorry, not at week, at work. Where am I going? Um, I'm going to check if there's any podcast uh, reviews. I doubt it because you guys never leave a podcast review. But hey, 
That's what I just said. And, and look at that. We had two beautiful messages. So let's see. Flow State Gaming, a Valorant podcast. Let's see. Let's see. 20 ratings. None of them are new. You're a chef and it's always 100 plus in the kitchen. I don't know how you do it, dude. I don't know how you do it. I, I, I don't. Does that mean that there's sweat in my food? Guys, we got we have a boy in the chat. He says it's 100 degrees at all times in the kitchen. There's got to be some sweat in that in that in that rice foie gras. There's got to be a little sweat in that filet mignon. Right? There has to be, dude. Look up weather in Fresno, CA. So you guys are getting rammed. I'm glad that we have some West Coasters over here. Um, East Coast looks like it's nasty in the heat department as well. Um, you wear gloves in the chef. Well, hey, that doesn't mean it can't drip off your nose. You're giving us that extra sodium that we want, right? I add salt anyway. Maybe if I run by your restaurant, I won't need any. Because your sweat is just in my flame, yo. All right, guys, we're going to get into some of the topic suggestions. Before we do it, before we do it, we need to mention this skin pack. We absolutely have to mention the skin pack. Guys, I need in the chat right now, I need, I need help. I am going to buy every single piece of this skin pack. There's no shot that I don't do it. There's no shot that I don't do it. I don't understand. I don't understand how it's even legal to do this. I don't understand how they have the right to, to do it. But what bothers me, what bothers me, it does not appear that there's a kill animation. Is that, is that true or false? I need it in the chat now. Is it true or false? Because I'm watching a video right now going through these weapons and I don't see, I don't see a kill animation. How? How is there no, I don't give a rip about a kill banner, you dog. You dog. Give me a finisher, bro. You have to. They said since it's military inspired, they wanted it to be realistic. I see that. I see that angle. And, I, and I'm not mad, but I am. I just, okay, the banner is sick, right? Let's all be honest here. The banner is sick. It, it looks like a skull with, a, with like a World War II style helmet on it. If you want military inspo, go play CS. I agree, but don't, dude. If this can bring me anywhere closer, anywhere closer to Call of Duty, I'm there. If, if it feels like I'm playing Modern Warfare 2 when I hop into a Valorant match, I would be significantly happier. What I think would be sick as a finisher is imagine if they went like ragdoll. If they just ragdolled Imagine getting an op shot and they just ragdoll out of there, dude. Like Halo style. Like you snap a headshot and just, boom, their body goes flying, dude. Just ragdolled. That's what I want. Like give me something, bro. 
Give me some ragdoll action. Look at the chat. Loves it. Ragdoll me, bro. You have to do something there. I don't know. Um, guys, the knife is, uh, it's extreme. Um, I haven't played CS. Apparently, there's some ragdolling in that game. If that's the case, I love it. Oh, man. It's just... The butterfly knife is another level. I think that we can all, um, I'm, I'm literally, I'm literally looking at it right now. It, it's, it's hard to bear guys. I have, I have videos. I have video proof. I was ballistic on the butterfly knife, dude. I was ballistic. I, I, I put hours. I, I'm not kidding. Hundreds of hours. I had a Chimera too. For all of you in the Balasong game, right? Because they don't call them butterfly knives on the street. If you're in it, it's called a Balasong knife. You would know if you know you know. If you don't, if you're just a pleb, you think it's a butterfly knife. Well, hey, read a book. Get educated. Get cultured. I'm just saying, guys, this knife means, this, this knife means a lot to me. This knife means a lot to me. Dude, they, they do some, some nasty, complicated tricks in there. There's nothing that I couldn't do in real life. Guys, keep that in mind. As you watch the animation, realize in your heart that there's nothing this man can do that I cannot do in real life. Did I use a trainer? No. No, I didn't. I used a real blade 1 million percent of the time. Did my, did my fingers just look like a cutting board? Yeah. Yeah. They did prove it? I will prove it. I will go out. I, what sucks is I couldn't ship it. Picks or it didn't happen, I'll get you videos. I will get you videos. Guys, I, I could not be more excited for this moment because it's going to blow your pants off. Don't even wear any pants because they're going to be blown. They are going to be blown. Speaking of blown pants, Rogan did mention, uh, you know, at work, he was going to let one rip and uh, something more was provided. I'll just leave it at that. Something a little more than a rippage. There's some squirtage, <laughs> which is not ideal. So that kind of lets you know how his day went. Um, not wearing pants, so it blows off my leg hair. Hey, shave your legs. You're going to be bare as a baby's bottom when this thing, when this video hits, dude. It is insane how nasty I was on that thing. Uh, he released some, a, a mud, a mud goblin. <laughs> Guys, I don't know. Okay. Um, we, we're not going to dog Rogan too hard, right? We're not going to dog him because he's not here to defend himself. I, I feel like he's, Dude, I feel like I feel like he's in the chat just lurking, dude. That would not surprise me at all. If he is, he needs to know that this Taj Mahal is uh is great. So guys, we're going to get into some of the topic suggestions here. Um we're going to kind of get into what appears to be the meat of the episode. Um while you guys talk about peeing your pants in elementary school, I'm going to move on to some Valorant issues because we probably should talk about Valorant in this Valorant podcast, right? We probably should. Any news on the map? I haven't done any research. My week was just an absolute scatterhouse. I don't know 
what's going on with the new map. Um, I'm hearing rumors that it's going to be called the Canyon. Is that something that we can verify? Um, let me just, for the podcast listener, again, you're just getting scammed. Valorant Canyon map. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. New Valorant. Okay. Um, boom. So it looks like we just have a picture here. Yeah, it's that picture that I think uh, map two, it's called Fracture. Map two biomes. It's going to be more of a CT-sided map. Okay, so there is some info on this, guys. Just uh, consider me the the middleman on this subject. I have heard reports of some leaks coming out on the new map. I don't have uh, crazy in-depth info on this. But uh, getting mixed reports of the name, whatever the case is, I'm sure if you did 15 to 20 minutes of research, you could probably get get a little more info on this. But that's great. Uh, I want to know everyone's thoughts on, you know, what a new map means to them, if they're excited, if they're not, uh, just kind of, you know, get a pulse on, on how everyone is is feeling on that. So um, guys, here we go. We're going to get into topic suggestions here, right? I've said it more than once. It's kind of interesting. Our topic suggestions has kind of turned more into like a discussion, which is not bad because I like to, it's kind of cool getting, you know, your guys's opinions as well on some of these, on some of these topics, because some of the answers are actually um, fairly good. So um, first of all, thank you for everyone that, you know, put some, some suggestions in here because, uh, it, it really, really does, really does help guys. The first questions are going to come out of Deeks. Uh, Deeks, thanks for putting your questions in here, brother. We're going to, we're going to hammer them out now. Dirty Deeks. Um, I may have handpicked some of these. So not all of them might be covered. But uh, I think I, I picked some of the ones that I felt like I could confidently answer. I don't want to get on here and pretend like, you know, I know everything. So I'm not going to talk about stuff that I'm not confident on. Um, but one discussion and one question that I really, really want to cover. I've mentioned it before. I've been dying to cover this. Rogan is not here and it sucks because I I really actually would love his input here. Is wall banging a good feature of Valorant or is it a gimmick? Um, guys, this is a really, really good question. Uh, the wall banging aspect. Do we like it? Do we not? Um, it's really funny because my knee jerk reaction is to say that I don't like it. I don't know if that's going to be surprising to you guys or not. Um, but that's, that's my knee jerk reaction. That's my gut feeling. That's my, that's my gut speaking. That's coming from the heart. I haven't put much thought into this. Um, so I kind of want to flesh it out here. I just don't know if it adds to the game. I take that back. It adds to the game. There's no debate. It adds to the game, no debate, when you're dealing with characters like Sova and, you know, certain abilities that can see through walls, right? That is an argument that you're never going to get away from. Um, 
coming through in the chat. I feel like there are too many random spots that don't look obviously wall bangable, but they are. Um, not a fan. So, uh, you know, some comments in the chat. I feel a little bit like Deeks on this topic. I don't know what I can wall bang and what I can't. I think if you're going to make this step, you should make it consistent. Like, um, you know, okay, I can shoot through the edge of this wall, through the corner of this wall, but I can't shoot through the corner of that one. I'm not a huge fan of that because then I don't know how to act in game. Like if someone sneaks around a corner, am I shooting that wall or not? Or, you know, do I have the option or not? I don't really know. And you're not going to find me going around every map for three hours figuring out which corners I can wall bang and which ones I can't. Um, I'm just not there. You're, you're not going to see that out of me. So I don't know. I think consistency could help. Um, let's see what lingo says. I think that there are too many walls you can bang. I think that it should be more of a skill gap for people who know where the few spots are. I think the radiant box update is quite bad for the game. I don't think that ball banging as a whole is bad though. So, I mean, mixed feedback in the chat, obviously, um, which is a good sign. It, it means that, you know, it kind of rides the middle, right? Some of our audience is, is going to like it. Some don't. I agree that it, I think it does add maybe a level of skill gap to the game, but I think that's, um, I mean, guys, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't find myself wall banging a ton. Um, like my thoughts immediately go to ascent a hell, right? If you're in heaven that you know that there's someone in hell, um, I'm sure we've all gotten a few kills by shooting that floor. Is that more exciting than trying to make a play to get vision on the opponent? I don't know. And that's where I feel, um, you know, there's an argument for maybe taking, uh, not ta uh, guys, we're not going to take wall banging out. I think that's obvious. That's the choice that Valorant has made. Um, so I think the best thing that we can do is, keep it in mind that, uh, you know, it's a possibility. I, I think in a tactical shooter environment, this is just how I feel in, in, like I said, this is my, my knee jerk reaction. I feel like in a tactical shooter cover should be cover. That's just my opinion in call of duty in, in any other game you want. I don't care. Go for it. Keep, keep the wall banging a thing. That's that's fine. I just feel like in a game that's as tactical as Valorant, I don't know what CS does if it's if there's wall banging in that game. Um, but like Halo, there's no wall banging. It ain't gonna happen. It doesn't matter if you nick the edge of the wall, it's not gonna go through. And that was an element that I always liked because cover was cover. But when you get into those situations like uh you're playing ascent, you're playing mid. Um, you know, I mean, dude, that whole archway, that whole wall is bangable. So if they get you, you know, on two or three shots or, you know, if they get you once in the foot and then you get behind cover, um, you know, they, there might be three of them up there that are just going to rail that wall. And they're most likely going to get that kill because not only is that wall not cover, but you also can't move. So they know exactly where you're going. You, you can only go left or right and, and, uh. I mean, you have to try and get behind cover or they're going to kill you anyway. 
and and even if you do, you're not safe. So I don't know. That's just my my uh, my initial thought is I think I would rather I think make every corner ball bangable, and then everything else not. That would be my personal ideal. Um, let's catch up on some comments here. I just don't like how a lot of the corners and the maps are bangable. If you're behind the corner, you should be safe. I had a game. There was a 1v1. I had a Marshall and the other guy had a Spectre on Icebox. He planted B behind the boxes. And uh, you banged him behind the boxes and it felt great. I mean, guys, this is just going to be a, a topic that, you know, I mean, circulates. I, I like I, Obviously, I think it's a it's not a bad feature because it's in the game and the game is great right it doesn't it doesn't always feel bad there's just sometimes i'm like man dude like i can't get away from this guy he's got an odin i missed my shot you know i agree that's my mistake but regardless if i get behind cover maybe i should be behind cover but i'm not i'm getting railed by a odin across the map through through this wall right so that's my my uh my initial thoughts on that. I wish Rogan was here. I think Rogan would debate it. I think he probably likes the wall banging aspect. I think it maybe does um, add some element of skill. Um, like the like the Haven Odin wall bang. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know, guys. It's just, it feels like sometimes there's a lot. Um, moving on. Let, wait, let's see what Lingo says really quick before we move on. Because he's a knowledgeable dude and, and he cares. Um I think it just comes with map knowledge at a certain point. I'm not surprised that I can be shot through a wall, so I'm forced to play even smarter. And once you know that walls are bangable, it's a two-way street. You can shoot the enemy back. Yeah, I agree. My argument there, Lingo, is it's just not as fun for me to be shooting at a wall. Like, I, I would rather it be on aim. Like, I would rather more aim and less luck. And, and I understand that, you know, kind of gauging where an enemy is behind a wall does take skill, but I would rather have that aim battle rather than kind of a guess to like, depending on where they're moving and getting that lucky headshot. That's just my, that's just, that's just my, uh, initial. Um, so here we go. That's a, that's a big topic and we can revisit with Rogan if, uh, you know, if you guys, if you guys want to, because I'm sure there's a lot more to be said and, uh, you know, I feel like I'm a little uneducated on it. I just, I wanted to put it out there cause I had some passion behind it there. How does gaming affect your sleeping habits? Uh, Deeks. Um, so guys, there's like four questions from Deeks and I'm just ramming through them. How does gaming affect your sleeping habits? I mean, it does affect the sleeping you know, I mean, there's no debate about that. I, I really, um, I really, really try to get an ample amount of sleep. It, it doesn't happen often. I'm right around five lingo in the chat says, uh, five hours of sleep max. That's right around where I'm at. Um, five to six, if I can get six, the next day is going to be a lot better. So I get up at 4.30. Sometimes I push that to 4.45, obviously, right? Because I'm one of the boys. This is just what we do. Um, so if I can, like, so like 10.30 is kind of my max. Like like 11 slaps. 11 slaps. So I'm, I really try and hit six, but, uh, you know, there's oftentimes it's 5.30 so, or 10.30. So that's, that's around six. 
I mean, that's kind of my spectrum. If I can get more, dude, I, I'm a different person. Like, catch me on Friday, guys. That's sometimes why I'm tired is, like, if I've had, you know, two nights of six hours and one night of five hours and then one night of six, like, I'm tired. I'm, I am tired at that point. Um, <laughs> sometimes I just can't stop gaming some nights. Yeah, Deeks. I mean, I think we all hear you. We all We all have that limit, right? We all have that threshold. And I think, you know, we all know our, our, uh, we all know when we cross that line <laughs> and it gets, it gets pretty dirty, uh, when you do cross it, but you know, Hey, it's, uh, it's a gamer life. Um, so here we go. D next question here again from Deeks. Do you tend to have a go-to drink before playing comp games? Guys, having a pregame ritual actually carries some weight, and this isn't just fluff. I mean, this is performance, dude. This is, this could actually be the difference in winning and losing. As dumb as that sounds, I think that there's some merit to it because, um, like, I love to have a, a warm drink. I love to have a hot drink. It's just, it's something that I like. I enjoy it, um, and. I think the more of that you can do, uh, the better off. Like, guys, if you can get comfortable and if you can get into your zone, I don't care if that's like there's times that I play music beforehand. You guys heard the music that was playing, you know, before I, I started the stream. I'll play some EDM. I'll play some trance. I'll play some nightcore. And that kind of gets me in the zone. It gets It gets me going. And so I think that there's you know, actually something there. Um, I'm going to take a sip of coffee here. Speaking of hot drinks. Wow. This is a lot of talking when you're just running solo. Um, I think, yeah. So my go-to, um, Deeks to, to answer your question directly, my go-to drink especially if we're talking a Friday afternoon around 11.30, 11.45, when you're going to catch me going live, um, it is most likely that I'm going to be equipped with a venti hot, flat white, four pumps white mocha, 10 espresso shots. And that will be um, accompanied with usually a birthday cake pop, as you know, because that's going to come in on game two. Game one, the, the drink is satisfactory. And I'm going to be, I'm going to drink about 25% of the drink in game one. Next game, I hit it harder. So now I'm, I'm dousing myself with more caffeine. I'm going to take in, I'm going to suck in another three to four shots out of that drink. Take a bite of that birthday cake pop, pure sugar. And that's going to really amp me up for that second game because now I feel hot. I feel warm and I'm really going to go hard. So that is kind of my ritual. Um, I see that we're losing viewers faster than we're gaining them, which is unfortunate. Lingo. I do six hours of Kovacs warm up, just fixated on how many e girls I can pull. If I just tap them heads. Wow. That's what I love to see. Uh, we're actually getting a Dutch bros here in town. That's nasty. Negative, you're about to go for a ride. You've just found your pregame drink. It's going to be a Dutch. 
get the Dutch 911, brother. The 911, as they call it. Um, that's a, that's a, a classic right there. I don't know how many shots it has, but I know it's a few. Um, how many hats does Coulter have? It's, uh, it's, let's see. I mean, the ones that I have in my room here, two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14, 16, 17, 18. This would, this would be 18. The ones that I have in the room, but I know that there are some others scattered. I know I have a few at the girl's house. Um, we have three where I'm at and I, oh no, you've never tried the Dutch trusty. You got to try the Dutch dude. It's not great. It's terrible coffee. Let's be honest. You're not going there for the coffee. You're going there for the sugary drinks. And when I say it's terrible, that's obviously a joke. I don't mind it. I don't think it's the best coffee you can possibly find. I'll leave it at that. Okay, guys, back to Valorant. Gunner asks, with KO supposedly being a counter agent to Brimstone, what do you think Riot will do with future agents? There's speculation that Deadshot is supposed to be a counter of Sova. I personally like the idea of having that be the path they take, but what are your thoughts? Now, this is where I was saying the the topic suggestion board kind of became a discussion page um, because multiple people kind of kind of jumped in on this question here. Also, when are you going to stop using that Tyler One mic? Is this not a good mic? Is that what you're trying to say, you dog? So a discussion kind of erupted around this question. Gunner kind of proposing in the in the topic suggestions here what our thoughts on you know agents countering other agents and travel brought up an immediate um counter argument and says hey it's a blind pick system so it doesn't matter and that is true so i don't know if any of you guys play league of legends or are familiar with their ranked games um how that works is one player will pick on one team, pick their agent, and then a player on the opposing team will pick an agent. And there are definitely hard counters in that game, like agents that do really well against others. So each team will counter each other all the way down because um, it goes back and forth and you can see what the enemy is is actually picking. Um, that's obviously not the case with Valorant, right? Everyone's just blind picking. So the idea that, you know, you're going to have certain agents that counter other agents, it's just probably not going to be the case yet. Um, here we go. Do you think that we will ever be able to see enemy team picks? I think it'll be more competitive so you can pick a counter agent to play against the other agent. Um, yeah. So kind of like we were saying, I think that works, but I think your agent pool needs to be significantly bigger. Um, right now there's simply not enough because as you know, with League of Legends as well, um, each team, you know, is they allow bands as well. And I think there's a total of, or if it's two or, or four bands, I, I don't know the number, um, you can ban agents, right? So it's like, imagine, like, I think it's great. I think it's amazing because when you jump into, I'm just throwing random, 
uh, random words out. If you're jumping, like say Sentinels versus um, TSM, and imagine if TSM could ban Jet, so Tens couldn't use Jet. Like that makes for a more dynamic and unique and and fun watching experience, I think, for the viewer because you're just like, oh, whoa, like you know, Jet is banned. What's Wardell gonna do? Um, that kind of stuff is fun. And, and I think that's, you know, a huge reason that they have that in League of Legends. This is the same, you know, obviously developer. And so, I, don't, I mean, I wouldn't say that's out of the question. I just don't know. I mean, guys, like a lot of time would have to go by before that's actually a realistic, uh, you know, a realistic goal. So um, right now, Gunner, I would say I don't think that that is a route that they're going to take anytime soon. But, uh, you know, as we're seeing in the chat, it, it is more competitive when like, I mean, guys, that's a whole nother layer um, on on top of the game that that does add for some interesting gameplay and uh, some weird um, dynamics in the team picks. And I think um, I think that would be sweet. But like, I mean, like negative is saying in the chat, like right now, I mean, you don't want to be in gold and then say you only play two agents and you know, they're both banned or counter or like, you know, whatever. I think actually seeing what the enemy team is running though, without any type of ban, I think if you could just visually see uh, what the enemy team is picking, I don't really know how big of a downfall that would be unless it's like, I don't know guys. I think it'd actually be really fun. Like if they're going to go five duelist yeah, and you can stack up on sentinels or what have you that that's kind of an element of fun and it could get the team talking before the game actually flies. And I think that there's, you know, some positive impact that that would have, um, that those are just my quick thoughts. Again, no thought into this at all. Um, but you know, I, I would not be surprised if we seen that in the future. Um, and that's, I think where I'm going to leave that. I think it would be fun. I think it's a good idea, Gunner. I think that's probably where they'll go eventually. I think they need a bigger agent pool before that happens. So a year, two years, I don't know what that would look like. Um, but those are my thoughts. Could be tomorrow. Who knows? Okay, tens. This is another question coming in from Gunner, I believe. Let's see, let's see, let's see. It's gotta be. Uh, Ten said in one of his streams that he believes Sova is the strongest agent in terms of abilities. As a Sova main myself, I have to agree with him. What is your take on this? And if you don't agree, what do you think is the strongest agent in Valorant? Um, this is a hard question, brother, because there's gonna be a ton of, you know, personal preference that's involved in this. Like, it's super funny, right? Um. I might be able to do insane on jet and then do terrible on killjoy and killjoy has the the highest win rate in the game. So that's kind of a, a weird, uh, dynamic, but if we're just talking abilities, I think this game is extremely balanced. Uh, tens said in one of his streams that he believes Sova is the strongest agent. I mean, it is, I think fairly, um, decided on amongst the higher echelon of gameplay amongst the higher tier of players that i mean a lot of a lot of those players um they agree that there almost needs to be a sova on the team um negative in the chat raises kind of meta because of her ulti damage nades jump packs and bazooka ult and boom bot 
I mean, Raze is a very strong agent. Um, does take skill to player though, and that can't be um forgotten. I mean, her blast packs are actually useless if you're if you're a dog. They're just they they just are. But I mean, I think that there's a real argument around Sova. Tens obviously is not an idiot. He plays this game a ton. So those words coming out of his mouth carry a lot more merit. I think that there are just certain agents in this game, and I think Sova is one of them. I would I would also say, like, like guys, remember Breach for a while? Like Breach was just in every single team comp. You know, and it's hard for me to keep up with what the pros are doing all the time. Sova's always there. Like very often he is always, always there. And that's going to be for a reason, right? Insane um, info gathering. And I think we've said it, you know, a lot of times I'm going to say it again, as the skill rises, as the ranks rise, like in radiant info means way more than damage. And so that's kind of where like the, this argument for raise kind of falls apart because in Radiant, a Sova dart, a Sova drone means so much more than a raise nade or a raise boom bot or any type of damaging ability. Like info is king as you gain, like in the pro matches, etc. And I think that's why you see a lot of Sky in pro games. Um, her flash giving you the info again, it's, it's the info aspect. Like they're turning from every flash, like very often they're, they're just very, very, uh, Twitch sensitive. And then they're, they're really good at the game. Should they do a cipher and your wait, should they do to cipher and Yoru what they did to Viper, just major buffs and then minor nerfs to balance. That's an interesting question. Negative. Um, I'd never like to see just major, major buffs come through with with um, heavy impact just because it kind of shakes it shakes everything too much for me. I would rather see them do minute changes like slowly. That's just my opinion, but I, I'd never like to see um, like a Jurassic change. Like I didn't love what happened with Viper. I didn't love going from seeing no Viper at all to tons of it. Um, I would rather an in-between. That's just my personal opinion. Um, so this this debate on Sova, I mean, honestly, Gunner, I, I think, you know, you're you're a Sova main, and, and honestly, you're going to find a ton of value out of him just because um, agreed amongst the pros, Sova is very strong, and I think that it's the recon arrow that is is crazy. I mean, it, it's wild that you can get that much info multiple times in a round. And I think that there's just, uh, there's just no debate on that. So, um, let's see, that's all I had pasted in my notes, but I'm actually going to go ahead and take another question. I think, let's see. Figs coming through how to play smokes properly. Um, I know Rogan wanted to jump in on this topic. I'm just going to ram it. I'm just going to hit it. Um, how to play smokes properly. Smoke placement. I'm not fit for the job, right? Because I don't play a smoke agent, but I play against a lot of smokes. And that gives me an angle to talk on. This is coming from Figs. 
the streamer. I play a lot of Jet, and a bad smoke can be detrimental to the play. And this is going to come from any smoke agent. I don't care if you're Brimstone. I don't even care if you're Sage and you have a bad wall. The issue with a bad smoke is not completely smoking off the area that you intended to. That is the problem. Why is because your team thinks that area is smoked, and if there's a gap, if there's a sliver of space that they can see through with an op, uh, etc., it's going to do more damage than it is good, and that is a dangerous, dangerous position. Um, you can get this as well, you know, with Omen, how his smokes can sometimes fall through the ground, and they'll kind of be a half dome. That can be detrimental. Especially if you're trying to retake, you send a smoke in and your team calls out main is smoked. You get on site, main is not smoked. It's like there's a there's a half dome sitting on the ground and they got full vision, but your back was turned because you thought that that was smoked. That's that's tough and that will lose you rounds and it doesn't matter what smoke agent you're playing. The Again, the problem is, is not, the problem isn't really as much as placing the smoke badly, it's just the assuming that it's covered when it's not. And so that's why call out saying, hey guys, that was a bad smoke on a main, just watch out for that. That is going to be, that's going to kind of solve the issue, not totally, but kind of. The main enemy is not knowing that it's not smoked properly. Like that's that's the worst because um, when that's the case, they they kind of they can have a head glitch on you. They could have an op that's just peeking through a crack in the smoke in the sage wall, etc. And that's going to get you killed, and you're not even going to know where from because that sometimes that crack can be so minute. It could literally be just the smallest of of you know mistakes that that can have a real impact. So I think um, with smokes, how to play smokes. I would, um, I mean, I guess I'm just, I'm going to take a, I'm going to zoom out and, and assume, you know, that a new player or a new to smokes player is going to be listening to this. You don't have to obviously be, um, you know, in the front of the pack on pushes, et cetera. You're going to want to be farther back because most smokes take a little bit of time to deploy, right? You don't want to have your abilities out when you're in, in, when you're the tip of the spear. Right. I see some omens that they're running in the front of the pack and they're in their their smoke mode. They can't see anything um, and it doesn't always lead to them getting killed. It's just not a great idea. That's that's all. Um, so how to play a smoke player, guys, you need to have an abundance of communication in abundance and you need to put the smokes down. But if you're going B and your whole team is going A and you drop a whole bunch of smokes on B, but your team is not even on the same site, that's that's an issue. Um, so you have a little bit of less freedom um, to just go wherever you want. You're going to want to play a little tighter. You're going to want to play with the team a bit more. Um, and, you know, I mean, this is another reason that you're going to see me on Duelist, right? Because I hate playing with the team. I hate it. Rogan knows this, right? And it's probably why I'm a peasant. It's probably why I'm in gold. I'm not even kidding. It's because I'm always on the other site. I'm trying to catch people rotating. I'm trying to get a nasty flank. Guys, we know the drill. You guys know who I am. And it's gross. It's sick. It's sick. I am a sick man. Um, so you're going to want to play with your team. 
And honestly, guys, if you, if there's just a big skill gap between you and someone on your team and that person is asking, Hey, can you smoke here, here, and here? And they're, and they're pinging the map. Just put the smokes there. Like there's too many, there's been too many times I'm on bind. I'm trying to take a, and they have an op in heaven and my smoker will not smoke heaven. Like, I don't know why I, I don't know what it is. I, it's almost like a pride thing. Like they're just going to smoke where they smoke because they think their smokes are the best and they're not right. Cause I'm getting opt every round because I'm the first in because I'm an absolute savage, right? Cause I want to try and play with my team, but my smoke, my brim, my dumb brimstone. I don't know why he's playing brimstone, right? That's the, that's question number one. Why are you playing brimstone? Play somebody else, play a better agent. He doesn't smoke heaven. I, I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't like it. It's, it's unfortunate. So um, if, if your allies are asking for smokes, um, especially if you are new to smokes, um, go ahead and just put those there. You don't always have to, to feel like, you know, your, your spots are the best. No other option. I would just be open to advice and you have to play dynamic. Like you have to be able to change guys. You got to be liquid out there. If you're the smoke agent, you got to be liquid. Like if you're just getting pounded from one angle and you're not adapting by putting a smoke there, or, you know, you know that they have an op that usually plays a, you know, that this, you know, the cipher usually puts a cam here, whatever it might be. If you can at all break up the monotony of round after round, I've gone too many rounds. I've gone too many rounds of players smoking the exact same spots. Your enemy is going to adapt. If you're just dropping the same smokes and, and eventually there comes a point where it's not working, you have to adapt as well, right? And, and I know that seems simple and it's, it, it makes sense. Of course it makes sense. It's how you win. If your smokes are working perfectly and it doesn't seem like the enemy team can get a grip and you continue to win rounds, by all means, keep pounding them with those smokes. But if they're adapting and you're not, then that's an issue. And you have to be okay with being fluid, fluid enough to change, to, to, to change up your smokes. Um, that would be my, I mean, that's just my first thoughts on, on how to play smokes. I think Rogan wanted to, you know, add in on this, be careful of any gaps that you're leaving that the enemy could be peeking out of. Cause that's detrimental, especially on jet guys. Jet is super bad for this. We've all seen it and I've done it a lot personally because I play a lot of jet. You can't always see exactly where you're placing your smoke. Now, thankfully, I'm just an absolute savage and I have insane map awareness. It's like it's like photographic memory, right? I can just send that smoke in the air, curve it, do an S curve, figure eight, back up, down, hit that 90, back two degrees, perfect smoke. Like that, dude. I'm snapping my fingers for the, for the, for the podcast listener. Dude, S curve, find the derivative. Exactly. That is how I roll, right? I throw that smoke and I'm snapping my wrist back and forth like an absolute alligator snapping turtle. And my smokes are perfect. There are no gaps. There are no mistakes. I'm plugging in my mouse so it doesn't die. There are no mistakes with my smokes. So it's really hard for me to relate. That's a joke, obviously. There's been too many times I've thrown a smoke. Hey, guys, cat is smoked, right? Those, con- those words come out of my mouth, into my mic. 
and then we peek cat and bam, I get dropped by an op. And so I'm not just slamming the smoke agents. It's, it's, you know, whoever has that role has got to be on it. You got to make sure the smoke's right. Um, so there's that. Um, I don't really have any other points on, on the smoke aspect. I would, again, just say watch the cracks. Make sure you're not giving your, your enemy a peek. Oh, also, guys, another big one that I see too often is players using a smoke because they feel like they need to use an ability in a situation Guys, even in a pro game, we saw this. We saw this in a pro game. It was a jet versus an omen. And I'm going to lay everything out for you so you get the point. The bomb was planted and time was low. The jet had no abilities left and she needed to defuse. The omen was covering bomb. Had the angle set. And all he needed to do was play time so he could have, you know, the jet might have tapped it and waited for, for the omen to peak. Maybe he doesn't, but then he peaks a little bit later, gets a shot, etc., plays time that way. Perfect. But instead, this omen drops a smoke right on the bomb. And this jet immediately starts diffusing and gets the entire defuse because the Sova tried to spray the bomb and didn't get it. So... In that scenario, right, that omen literally gave up the win. He gave up the round by using a smoke out of what I assume is fear. Like, like I don't know. I've seen it myself. I've seen other players do it. Um, I've seen, you know, players get lucky with the spray, but their, their smoke is literally helping the enemy. And that's just not something that you want to do. So be careful that your smoke isn't in a place where it's actually hindering your team. Like, guys, sometimes you want vision. Be aware of whoever is opping on your team. Communicate. Say, hey, do you want me to smoke this or are you wanting to grab a pick really quick? Because if you if I'm on your team, don't you dare smoke my entry, dude. I'm grabbing a kill there. I'm peeking out and banging someone. All right. Um, we got one question in the chat and then I'm wrapping it up. Another question, actually, as Valorant gets more players, the lower ELO lobbies become harder to climb. What could, should Riot do to make sure that everything is balanced according to ability? Um, that's kind of a good question. I think me and Rogan kind of uh, dabbled on this a little bit. Um, right as Valorant gains momentum, gains player base, gains, etc., the the skill is going to continue to get higher, right? There's some kid out there right now playing Rainbow Six Siege or they're playing um, CSGO or they're playing Call of Duty. And for some reason, tomorrow morning at 934, they're going to wake up and they're going to play Valorant and they're going to be insane, right? And so as that continues to happen, continues to build, continues, continues, it's going to continue to get harder to, to be the top player because that's just statistics, right? The more players that are in, the more likely you're going to have 
um, more insane players, right? And this is going to happen in iron, bronze, silver, like, like you're saying, right? Even the low ELO lobbies are going to be harder to get out of. You have to get better. That is literally the end all be all of the conversation. You have to get better. If you have a flood of players coming in that are just better bronze players than you and it pushes you down to iron because you can't compete, that's not the new player's fault. You just need to get good. That's exactly right. No, but on a serious note, like the like the like guys, I'm I'm very sure the very first professional soccer team it was not what it is today. The very first professional basketball team, the very first professional basketball player was not LeBron. It right, it, Jordan came along and just destroyed, etc. Like that this always happens. We think tens is good now. There's going to be some kid, he's 2 years old right now grinding. In his diaper, he's grinding. And he's going to make tens look weak. And that's just how life goes. And so if you're not getting better, you're going to be pushed down. And that's just, I think that, um, I don't know if that's really a problem on, you know, Riot's end. I think like, dude, you're just going to end up where you end up. And if you want to get out of that, you need to get better. It's just, it's literally that simple. All right, guys, I think that's it. My voice is just absolutely rammed. That's that's just a lot of talking when it's one person. It's kind of wild. Um you know, the difference that it that it makes having a a fellow soldier on these podcasts. Um guys, I'm sorry Rogan cannot be here. But, uh, you know, go ahead and and make sure just bombard the Instagram with messages that say Wow, I wish it was just Coulter every week. Or wow, I hope Rogan never comes back. Right? Let's let's really he's in a low spot now. Let's seize this opportunity. Deeks, I'm looking at you. Lingo, I'm looking at you. This is your chance to kick a man when he's down. And I want you to kick that man until he bleeds. This is how kings get overthrown. An opportunity is presenting itself. As much as I hate to say it, it is in fact the truth. Um, so, you know, make sure to punish him. He's lashed you guys. And now, now is your chance to take a bite back. You know, be the hyenas of the pack. You guys need to take that elephant down. Uh, no, in all seriousness, uh, Rogan will probably be back next week. Um, and, uh, you know, that's obviously a better situation than him not being here. It's more fun when he's here. Guys, I'm out. Um, thank you guys for coming. I'm going to go ahead and shut down the podcast portion. I'll, of course, still be here in the broadcast and talk to you guys um, in the after party. So uh, before I leave, guys, every single Tuesday at 7, uh, excuse me, at 6, 6 p.m., Oregon time zone. I don't know what time zone that is. I don't care. Figure it out. You have the internet, right? You have the internet. Pull yourself together. Um, six o'clock every single Tuesday, uh, Rogan and I are here. Uh, that's going to be flow underscore state underscore gaming on Twitch. 
Um, and of course, we have we have t uh, Twitter. We also have uh, Instagram. We have everything else. We don't do a single thing on it. Um, Instagram, guys, leave a message. Leave a message. People saying hi. Hi to the Spotify listener. Yeah. Get here live, guys. They would love to have you. They'll eat you alive on the first episode, and then it should be fine from there on out. Lingo, I appreciate you so much, brother. Thanks for being here. This is uh, Coulter out. Bye.